Pedro, what is this? I wanted to do the drums. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Adafruit Show and Tell. This is a place where everybody shows off their awesome DIY electronics projects, but it doesn't have to be just electronics. It could be 3D printing or wearables or arts and crafts or even retro tech. We dig retro tech. So let's go ahead and get started. We'll give everybody like two minutes to go over your sweet projects. I'm going to start off with Kevin from DigiKey, who's got some awesome. Hey, new guys, how you doing? doing hey, right. how you doing? So I want to talk about something DigiKey just launched. Uh, do you mind pulling my screen down just for a second? I'd like to show you the picture oh, yes, first. Yes. Oh, okay. So when you get cut tape strips from DigiKey or from you know any manufacturer, this is what it looks like. You have no idea what's on this strip, except little tiny resistors, capacitors, diodes, whatever it is. But now DigiKey just started launching this on Monday. It's a free service that is just a part of the strip and it's gonna display all this information on you. It's going to print on here. It's going to print the lot number, the date code, the manufacturer. And then you can also incorporate, I know it's a little blurry, so I apologize for that. But you can also incorporate uh, different things like uh, whether it's your invoice number or your PO number. You can personalize it. And then you get a really cute little DigiKey logo on there. And I do have the page pulled up. And this page is just a little more information about it. Uh, this is just uh, a resource page about part tracing. What is it? What does it affect? And how can I get it added onto my parts? Which there's nothing really you need to do except if you want to personalize it in your checkout screen, you will have the opportunity to personalize some of these cut tape. We don't have this available for, for all eight millimeter parts at this point, but we are continually working hard to build this up and get more and more and more incorporated into this. You know, if any of you have cut tape strips at home, you know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Once you lose the, the bag for it, you're in trouble. <laughs> but now with this, we have a good option for that. You can keep these parts around for a long time and you can reorder them. You know what it is. We're really excited about it. I hope you guys are too. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's awesome. We were discussing too, you could maybe add like custom glyphs or something if you have that in your part number. Yeah, um, so it's going to display things like the DigiKey part number, the manufacturer part number, and then like if you add something to your invoice number or uh, your purchase order number, it's going to display that on there as well. So awesome. you can get uh, creative with this if you really want to. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is really great, especially with like custom PID numbers. I know they do that a lot in the office, so it's going to be yeah. great. Cool. Yeah, and you know, you know how small some of these – 0402 parts get you you don't even know if it's a resistor yeah. capacitor unless you get in there and try to test it oh yeah but <laughs> we have this on here and this should hopefully help like this one is a smd resistor 4.7k at one percent oh, wow so very cool all right awesome. really excited about this. anybody wants to see it uh the website is digikey.com part dash tracing excellent cool. so check it out awesome right. thanks, thanks so much yeah you bet thanks guys all right, we'll check in with Happy you next show and Thank you. Thanks. All right, next up, we're going to check in with JP. Hey, JP. Hey, guys. Can hey. you hear me? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Awesome. Great. I always like to check that because I have issues with my audio sometimes. Uh, so I uh, wanted to show a couple things, actually. So I have been working with our very own Foamy guy, community member Foamy guy, on a uh, sort of a stream deck alternate, I'm calling touch deck. It is a Feather NRF52, no, it's a Feather RP2040. 
uh, and a three and a half inch TFT featherwing, touch TFT featherwing. Um, and I'm gonna go ahead and show you what that looks like right here. Um, so this is the, uh, the featherwing and the feather inside of a little case that I designed and 3D printed. And uh, Foamy Guy has helped me create some really nice software that allows us to um, create different buttons that are touch buttons that will uh, send USB HID commands, uh, consumer control codes, just type things out for you and so on. And the, one of the really neat things about it is that it does so with a concept of layers similar to a Stream Deck. So I can click to a completely different layer set. This is some YouTube controls here. Um, and that gives me things like play and pause, skip forward, go back uh, to the previous one in a playlist. My favorite ones are going full screen, in and out of full screen, as well as uh, increasing the speed of a video, kind of jumping it up in those 25% increments. Uh, and then if we take a look at this Discord set that I have here, I'm gonna go ahead and show an overlay of my Discord. Let me move some stuff so you can see a little better. Um, so if you watch my Discord right now, if I wanna type in any of the Adafruit emojis, I can just touch a button and bam, it put it up there for me. And so I'm gonna be like the fastest gun in the West for typing in Adafruit emojis now uh, because I have them laid out right here on my keyboard. Uh, what you might notice, in fact, when I'm, when I'm uh, pressing these buttons, if you look at that overlay of the Discord, it's gonna type something out real quick. You can kind of just detect um, colon, Minerva, colon actually gets typed out real fast when I do this. It's, uh, there it goes, you, you kind of saw that real briefly. Um, and that's what makes this possible with the, uh, pretty much with all of these, these are just uh, USB either HID keys, keystrokes or key combos being set or using the layout section of the CircuitPython um, uh, HID, we can type in full phrases that are in quotes and, and hit return on. So uh, this is coming along. I've been developing these icons for them and uh, we've got a really nice config file that allows you to change what these buttons do and add your own. Uh, you can see I've got kind of a test one here that's just some blanks and we're gonna be working on speeding it up. So uh, I've actually got some fairly large uh, icon sizes. I'm gonna, I haven't indexed them yet. So the, the file size will go down about a third of the size and we might get them loading much, much quicker. And, and Foamy Guy has some ideas on that. So that's my project. Come on tomorrow to take a look at uh, some of that, some of how I built the thing and the case. Uh, I have some further explorations there. And I'll also be uh, introing a new project that involves uh, that gizmo right there, which is that, um, pull this out of the way, which is that Raspberry Pi 400 and my little DAC controller board uh, and it's, let me get my hands out of the way, and it's gonna uh, involve a synthesizer of sorts. So let's tune in tomorrow to my show to check that out. Um, excellent. So cool. Yes. Excellent, JP. Thank you. We'll see you tomorrow. All right, next up, we're gonna check in with Jeff. You wanna get ready? Uh, here we go. Hello, y'all. Hey. So um, I had a guide go live in the Adafruit Learn system last week uh, showing how to do circuit sculpture. So this is a really basic one uh, on a Gemma. And when you touch it, the LED cycles through the colors. Um, so I've been playing with circuit sculpture for about two months now. And I like the way that it kind of makes uh, your circuits uh, bigger and more real. So here's another one that I've done. I may have shown this on show and tell kind of an arch theme with NeoPixels. 
And then maybe sometime in the future, we'll do a more complicated guide on this guy, which is kind of the most complicated thing I've done. But uh, check out the guide if you're interested in kind of creating these 3D extensions of circuits. They can do things. They can just be art. And uh, you, after a while, you start to pick up on the techniques and, and get better at doing it. Because you know, just from here, where everything's a little bit wonky, to here, where the shapes are really what I intended. Uh, it's it's been fun growing, and you know if you want to come along with me, really? uh, yeah, it would be fun to have you. How cool! Yeah, definitely check out the guide, everyone. It's yeah. awesome. Thanks, Jeff. Thank Excellent. you. Have a good I'm one. Inspired. You too. Yes. All right. Next up, we uh, we're gonna check in with Scott. Scott, I think you have an unboxing, right? Hello, I do. Hey. So I I got a package today, uh, and I got the goodie bag for the Open Hardware Summit as of uh, last year that was canceled right as the pandemic started. Um, I know these were trapped in like somebody's office at NYU for a while. So I was super happy to see them. I didn't realize they had actually gotten them out of the office and had sent them out. And the thing I was most excited about actually comes in this SparkFun box because they sponsored it and built it. Uh, but it's a, it's a watch that, um, let's see, Alex, it says, it says on the watch. So there's, there's the front side of it, and it's designed by Alex, Camillo, uh, Camillo, and Michael Welling. So congrats to them. Uh, but I believe it's running CircuitPython, which is super neat. Um, and it, I haven't actually plugged it in yet, but there's there's also this back. So I think I'm supposed to assemble one on top of the other, and then there's these slots in the back for a watch band. Um, and they're the sponsors. So thank you to all those folks for helping put those together. And they actually do come in the box with um, some standoffs and a screwdriver for it as well. So um, I'm about to start working on Beely sorts of stuff in CircuitPython again. So I'm very excited to see this. Um, have a watch that you can have on your wrist and program from your phone is, is the goal, the long-term goal, or hopefully the, the goal this year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Excellent. But, and yeah. did it come with a watch band? Uh, no. Oh. Um, although, you know, it might have. I haven't looked through the whole bag. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, so it might have. I haven't. Yeah, oh, there's, there's lots a, of. What else is in there? I don't know. I'm going to say maybe. I don't know how many more people you have. but Okay. Um... Yeah. Maybe we'll save it. We'll do it as a cliffhanger. Oh, that's a cool hoodie. Yeah. Got a hoodie or a hat. And it, it's like lined, which is nice. Um, another getting to blinky sort of thing with. After Dark mm -hmm. from Osh Park. Yeah. Um, let me just see here <laughs> if there's a there's a brain. Mm. Open BCI. Like a squishy Is it squishy? Oh, it's just yeah, ball. it's squishy. Uh. Um, I don't know. I don't see a watch band. Oh, <laughs> there's like a make. You just like a, a a cutting of the bag. Maybe you can. Oh, <laughs> that would work. <laughs> yeah, I could use the bag for it. I don't know. There's all sorts of stuff. There's a ruler. Is that a? Oh, okay. Hey, nice. Hey, that's it's cool. like it's metal, which is nice. Yeah. It's, it's uh for Pinoco, I guess. Yeah. They do laser cutting, so this oh, is probably it's a good, mm -hmm. nice service. Yeah. Must be from them. Digikey, like notebook. Notebook. Save the rest for uh, maybe maybe your stream on Friday. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I got some other stuff to show on Friday as well. Oh, okay. Excellent. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, stickers and stuff. That looks about it. 
to I don't have to show it all off. I think like yeah. the thing that runs Circuit Python is definitely the thing that's most For most sure. interesting yeah. to me. Totally. Uh, but <laughs> I, it's cool I, to finally get my hands on it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. All right. Thanks, yeah, thanks for up. letting me. Yeah. Cheers. Hey. All right. Next up, we're uh, going to check in with Brent. Brent's got some whippersnapper news. Hello, hey guys. Hey. You can hear me, right? Yes. yes. Okay, great. Because OBS just decided to crash everything. No. Ah. But it's back. So I'll share um, my OBS window because the virtual camera decided not to work anymore. Uh, you can see that, right? Yep. Okay, cool. So um, Whippersnapper is something that we've, like the Adafruit IO team has been working on. So this is like a staging server. So we're not out, like this feature hasn't been pushed anything yet. So if you click on Whippersnapper at the top, um, you can see boards uh, oh, nice. that you've previously connected to. So a bunch of different types of boards, uh, Metro, M4. So all of these are internet-capable boards, except for the MCP, which I use to test locally. But I have a Pi portal over here, and I'll briefly show you what getting to Blink looks like. So I connected it over power. Um, I have to add like a status LED but to the firmware, but it connects to Adafruit.io. And it checks in with it. And when it finishes checking in, um, it will do a drop down. So it doesn't matter which board you put this firmware on, uh, it will automatically tell Adafruit.io, hey, I have a Pi portal. Wow. So we'll call it show and tell. And then on the device page, it will give like a little window. Uh, it'll take you to the learn guide for this device. You can also add a new component. And we haven't fully obviously haven't fully fleshed this out yet um digital input is next so this button is not ready yet and that's probably what i'll show next time but for output we can grab an led so this drop down if you're checking like if you checked in like a feather m4 or something it would show all of the pinouts for the feather m4 wow. and since this is a pi portal it only shows the pinouts for the pi portal so if we select the 13 led we create a component it'll automatically show up and we can turn the component from here on and off. Yes. And wow. that's done over MQTT. So this is all done over Adafruit.io and it also creates a new feed for the component. So like this builds on top of Adafruit.io. So um, once sensors are working on this, it's going to be really, really powerful, that's... but this is the first step to getting there. Wow. Amazing. It's like plug and play configuration of most boards <laughs> yeah no code uh wow that's the main thing oh, amazing yeah, i cannot wait for this one <laughs> holy crap yeah i can't that's wait awesome. either all right, all right well done that's all i have to show yeah all yeah right. definitely we, come we back with more, more. Yes, yes and if uh, uh you started doing like a dev developer notes on youtube too so uh, definitely yep. watch out for the blog posts so when those come out or subscribe to the youtube channel you can see uh when all those are uploaded super awesome Absolutely. thanks brent Thanks, Chris. All right. All right, Brent. All right, so, next yeah. up, we're going to check in with um, Micah. All right. Hello, hey, Micah. Micah. Oh, your microphone. <laughs> Hi, so sorry about that. Hey, um, it's okay. So I've been working on a project for my sister's birthday. She turned 16 today. Cool. So I've it's gone through several different, completely different ideas and iterations. So the first one was maybe I would do something with a matrix portal or something. Oh. Could have been cool, but matrix portals are always out of stock. And oh. <laughs> um, 
Uh, second one was maybe I could do like some mood lighting with NeoPixels, but that was kind of going to get complicated just to have like little individual units everywhere. Oh. So I ended up deciding, and I'm in her room right now. So I ended up deciding on this. Oh, like a awesome. skylight, right? Is that what it's called? This is called Project Constellation. Wow. So um, the oh. central V oh, cool. shape is actually the constellation Pisces. So, uh, sorry, it's not centered. It's okay. Um, and that's her zodiac sign. So, um, and there's 16 stars in the background, so it's symbolic. And I managed to get it working with the RF, the standalone RF latching um, receiver. Ah, okay. So I've got this little key fob. Sweet. And pretty much... Pretty much everything is from Adafruit, and my mom helped me solder a lot of it because nice. uh, there was a lot hey. of careful SMD soldering. Hi. Oh, oh. No. Hey. Um, Those little uh, lights were hard to solder. They were tricky. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, they're the button PCB NeoPixels. And, oh, okay. And they would have been easy if we'd used stranded wire. Oh. <laughs> For the so, next one. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Well, well no, done. That is very awesome. That's no, excellent. It's, uh, it's always the best one to make something for someone, and even better with like your your friends or family members. Mm -hmm. It's always nah. Always awesome. it, you just inspired me to want to do one in my son's room. That's awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks so much for sharing, Micah. Right. Right. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Right. Bye. Okay. Next up, we're going to check in with Mark Gambler. Hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. Hi. So this is just a start of a project i've had a problem of a lot of delivery drivers end up driving right past my house where oh, my no. house numbers are ah. situated you don't see them until you're past which ah. becomes a problem uh so i've decided i wanted to put light up uh numbers on my house so i've just started and 3d printed um a, just a sort of model of it so far i just found it it's a lot easier when you can actually start holding something to see how you want to flesh out the design from there. Yeah. Even uh, with, with the, oh, sorry, continue. <laughs> yeah, which is the best part about 3D printing is it matter of minutes or a couple hours, you have something you can start looking at and seeing how it's going to look like in the real world. So the idea will be to fill it with NeoPixels. I'm not Sweet. quite sure what to drive it with yet. Um, I keep wondering if I should make it Wi-Fi enabled just because I can. But mm. or just use a cutie pie or one of the new RP twenty forty oh. feathers. But uh, I've got the next two weeks off, so now I've got something to occupy my time at least. Sweet. Yeah. No, what I was gonna say is that even if you have all your measurements and like you have like a tape measure and you're like, okay, it's this big, you print it out. There's always like you know the crevices or like where the two curves. It's like, oh, it, I didn't think about fitting it here or you know stuff like yeah. that. So yeah. Definitely printing out even when you know you have all your measurements, you'll still figure out like some changes you have to do for it. So yeah. Yeah, real life always handy. Seems to get in the way. Yep. <laughs> awesome. So well, thanks for sharing. So, the, yeah, come back come with the, the for, progress. For progress. Yeah. Will do. Excellent. Thanks, Mark. Bye. Okay. Next up, we're gonna check in with Michael. All right. Hello, Michael. Hey Michael. Hi, can you guys hear me? Yep, you're good. Awesome. So yeah, I um, have been working on this crazy project uh, starting in October of last year. And it uses this uh, Iridium uh, Rock uh, 7 Rock Block uh, modem. 
Um, and it's a, I'm trying to make a satellite phone, um, like just a messenger. And uh, it's it's been crazy. So let me show you some of the photos of um, like, what it looked like about a week ago. Um, and, th and that's the insides of it. It's a little bit crazy. I had to redo all this though. Um, so this is what it looks like right now. It's, uh, this was the original um, revision too. That's what you guys saw on the images. I uh, designed uh, these files on Tinkercad, like using Tinkercad. Um, and then, yeah, so basically the problem that it had was with the screen originally. Um, I was using this like transparent OLED from SparkFun and I had it like angled like this, and that put a lot of stress on the uh, on the ribbon. So I have I had to redesign it. So last night I actually redesigned this little like retainer thing for it, um, so it won't mess that thing up. Um, and this entire project's being powered off the uh, Stemma uh, Cutie Pie with a um, the like the backpack charging thing. Um, and then a boost converter and all that stuff. So, oh, great job! Yeah, that's awesome. Come back on progress. Uh, the progress. That's yeah. definitely where I am right now. We have to rewire everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for sharing, Michael. All right, Thanks. thank you. All right, next up, we're gonna check in with Mohit. All right. Hey, Mohit. hey, can you guys hear me? Yeah, perfect. Good, yeah. Good. Yeah, good to see y'all. Uh, first good of all, see props to everybody's projects so far. Those are really rad. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. I've been hacking with a couple of different things lately. I've gotten obsessed with automatons. Yes. Blaming my friend Chloe <clears throat> on this one. Uh, if you've ever seen these, they're uh, Is that annoying. The... But... <laughs> oh, freaking cool. <laughs> yeah, and so um, yeah, it started off with one, and then I'm at four now. Uh, but uh, so I, uh, I got this one. There was a smaller one. I, I wanted to take it apart, and I found that I was curious, like, how much smarts are going on in here. And mm -hmm. uh, it is just like the base circuit is just takes the slide value, uh, the resistance and pumps it to the little speaker. So mm -hmm. I started off trying to run it with an Arduino and using this, uh, like a max nine, eight, three, five, seven, uh, a amp, uh, I2S amp, but like it's tricky to do any sort of live synthesis with I2S. The code's a little more tricky mm -hmm. than I like. So, uh, that evolved into just making it, okay, I'll just make it run a, a buzzer, taking the direct value. Huh. Then uh, that evolved into turning it into a MIDI controller. So actually- <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say, it, it always Natural leads to MIDI. <laughs> right. It's really hard to do it in a way that's not haunting. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that one turned into a MIDI controller and then I ordered uh, a deluxe, I ordered a deluxe in black first and uh, it came messed up like the, this is actually, you can see the the slide sensor that's inside, that goes normally in the neck here. Uh, so it's it's pretty cool. It's got uh, you know, layers of like dielectric and, huh. and whatnot. But uh, then uh, it was just stuck floating, like the top value was constantly playing. So I opened it up and I think subconsciously I wanted to have one that I could tear apart and get a second one. So I shorted it and made it worse by mistake. So I just gutted it all. Uh -huh. um, so uh, for this one, this is like the body of it when you take the mask off. Um, I've cut some space in there so I can put in a Raspberry Pi Zero with the, the speaker hey. hat from Pi Maroni. So mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to turn this into a um, like a live synth with Sonic Pi running on board. 
so I can remotely uh, change the scripts uh, and I can take the value. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, then I have the, the large one still. Uh, I've also been doing a lot. So I now work for Soracom IO, or Soracom IoT, so oh. uh, like the cellular IoT okay. platform. So one of my recent projects uh, that I've been hacking with is taking the Jetson Nano, uh, the two gigabyte version, with the WaveShare uh, Jetbot platform and connecting it with the Soracom Onyx uh, USB modem. So um, I haven't quite figured out what I'm going to do with that yet, but it's kind of great. Like uh, I can directly in the um, Jupyter Notebooks write a Python script that sends uh -huh. messages out to Soracom. So I'm going to try to do some, like cool. if it detects like a cat or something, it lets me know where the cat is. Uh -huh. uh, and uh, if, I, if it's all right, if I share my screen, I don't want to take up too much time. Yeah, you got it. Uh, yeah, you got like, like six minutes. <laughs> Well, uh, you, you oh, get like that, a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, actually, yeah, let's go ahead and save it for like next week. Next week? Then. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just to get I, I just wanted to share that. Uh, yeah. I, I got. I published a new hackster guide on how to. Oh, use okay. Stuff, Excellent. So, uh, sweet. If anybody's interested, uh, my handle's right there, and I have everything Excellent. linked online. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Please you. post the link. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Wade. Thanks, Wade. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Sweet. Next up, we're gonna check in with Andrew. If you want to take um, maybe three minutes, we can uh, get through everybody. Here we go, Andrew. Hello. Andrew. Hi, Hello. Hey. Hey. We got a quick, quick demo here. What I want to show off is the uh, the Mighty Ohm Geiger kit. It's the uh, in the shop. It's a do-it-yourself Geiger counter. Um, got it muted right now. Ticks off. Um, just normal radiation. Uh, I've hooked up the FTDI cable and been streaming some stuff. Uh, interesting find, however, I, uh, I'm also a photographer and I discovered that uh, one of my lenses is not very safe. So in this Dang. quick demonstration, I'll show you the, uh, the Super Takamer. It's kind of nuts. <sighs> oh, holy crap. What, what lens is that? That's the Super Takamer. I'm oh, sorry, where am I? The back of the lens is super hot. Holy crap. It's like uh, over a thousand millisieverts per hour. Uh, it's considered dangerous and uh, I'm gonna get rid of the lens. But anyway, I was uh, just happy to know that this thing is not gonna be under my bed or near my family. <laughs> and, wow, uh, makes me wanna get one to yeah, check all their lenses. Holy that. crap. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you for sharing that, what? No problem, it's say, uh, yeah. the 10 year anniversary of the Fukushima and I just, Thought maybe to do some environmental sensing, but turns out, yeah, you can use it for other things. But anyway, fun demo. Thank you, everyone. Thanks well, so much, Andrew. Sharing. Uh, the, the more you know. Here we go. Yeah. Right? Yes. For Thanks sure. so much. Safety first. Yes. Yes. And second and third, I think. All right. Yeah. I guess we're going to end the show with Liz. If uh, Let's play that, Liz. You got the, hey, you got the floor. Hey. How's it going? Um, so last week I was talking about um, working on the Sailor Moon locket prop. Um, so right now I'm working on the case in CAD um, and before printing out like the whole thing, I like to print out like little test prints. Um, yes. So I'm going to be having a little like um, button insert to actuate the buttons from the back. So I did a test print to show that it could hit the buttons on Circuit Playground awesome. Express. Um, and then the other one was circular snap bits. I referenced a uh, layer by layer. Um, yeah. Make sure that will work. Um, and this part will actually go on top here, and then there's a dome that covers up to make this look like a, a circle. That's ah. what I've been working on. Awesome. Sweet. Yeah, I love the the shape for the um, for the little button pressers. Mm -hmm. 
until release. Yeah, release. That was, that was yeah. fun. Um, definitely want to play with that more in the future. Yeah, for sure. Very All cool. Right. Thanks, Thanks so much. Lot. Yeah. Thanks. All right. I think that's going to do it for the show. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Shout Thanks, out to everybody um, who showed off all those awesome projects. Yeah. yeah, but don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. We have Ask an Engineer coming up in like three minutes. Yeah, you got it. All right. <laughs> Bye, folks. Thanks for joining. Yes. See you next week.